Well, one thing I wanted to ask you about, and I have to use the glasses because I have to read something. Uh, so Joan said in an interview regarding songwriting, uh, you have to sit and write crappy lyrics that you know are ridiculous just to get something down. Then you can go through it and start fixing them. But sometimes that part is the hardest part. And I'm just curious, would you say it's the same when it comes to writing a drum part for a song? Um, I don't, I mean, maybe, maybe the simplicity part of it. Mm -hmm. um and so yeah for me um but even lyrically man i mean like the last band that i was in the bouncing souls there was a point where um like you know that we we all we all had like you know composition books mm -hmm. and we all sat around and and you know it was like what what do you have what's your idea and and you had you know there was a couple of main lyricist you know when people are are singing the words they tend to want to write them a little bit more uh, yeah, unless, yeah unless you're in rush and you just let me write all the lyrics right he's, right he's better than you yeah um <laughs> but um but there's that i think you, you, there's there's like a round robin you go through there's there's definitely i think with some bands there's you know a couple lines from this guy a couple lines from that guy uh like a line and then like maybe the words wrong and so so I think that sort of happens with a lot of bands. Drum-wise, mm -hmm. I sort of do that for sure, where when I, especially here and, and in the pandemic and figuring out, it was really awesome. I mean, again, not to say that the pandemic was awesome, but <laughs> if you utilized your time yeah. correctly and, and you did stuff, you know, and, and you then, then it was cool. Then it was really, it was a great way to, you know, like to, to be with your family or to learn a new craft, learn a language. Um, but yeah, I would say that for sure. What in starting a drum part, I try to tend to keep it at least the first pass pretty simple. Mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. when you go back and you listen, then you hear different spots that you can embellish or, uh, you know, you need a crash there. I need a fill going into the next part, but yeah, for the most part, I mean, I tend to keep it pretty simple. Um, starting out at least you know i mean there's definitely some stuff that you go to do that you're like oh oh boy i really have to oh i gotta jump right it's like really just jumping on the train immediately and the train's going you know 80 miles yeah. an hour and so you're like okay right into it here we go but uh <laughs> yeah it depends it really depends on the thing you know okay i mean words or music yeah because yeah and, and the other reason i asked that you know is um and I've brought this up before is there's uh, that new ish Beatles documentary uh, get back, I think is the name of it, you know, where they're, they're recording the album. And one of the cool things <clears throat> to me is that you see, you know, they bring in songs, Paul brings in songs, you know, and then everything, but you see Ringo and he's like, okay, where do I, where can I best fit in, in the midst of this? And he's trying to figure out his parts as they're demoing stuff for him and it, you know to me which was just you know fascinating because you know it's going to be it'll eventually become iconic but just to see the gears spinning as it happens yep 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 yeah ringo was smart that way man where i mean he had he he was really adept at at melody and words but i mean he uh they they sort of he just he sort of stayed in his spot man he kind of knew i mean you also you have like like three of the best songwriters 
in the world that are so so to degree you you got you have to sort of sit back and just sort of be like you know yeah <laughs> okay okay what's next wow oh wow oh wow um, <laughs> I, um so and it's cool uh but i it's funny i haven't seen that but i did do the i did the uh mccartney three two one oh i, I haven't seen that, that one okay uh, with uh rick rubin yeah all right and and and, and they're like kind of over a, a a board and they sort of go through stuff and they can sort of you know pull faders up and down paul can really be like well listen here listen to this you know and yeah um that was kind of neat and pretty insightful in the same way that i'm sure get back is um why i haven't watched get back i don't know um <laughs> But yeah, I, I love stuff like that. It's um, it, it really sort of brings you into the the frame of what was happening at the time. Um, yeah, I mean, as a drummer, man, if 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 you're a smart drummer, if you're if you're really in that thing, you know, I mean, but I bet you, you know, your 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 Ringos, your 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 Charlie Watts, you know, there's there's probably a lot of there's there, there's as much to listening to what's happening mm-hmm. when that songwriting round robin is going on so even if you're just sort of sitting there your brain has to be moving so that because the eventuality that they're like all right well let's try this thing and then you you if you haven't been in tune then you're like wait what yeah you know i mean and so you have to have that and I, again i've been there too which then makes you sit and take more notice when people are going through notebooks and stuff and you're trying to formulate your own ideas so that when that idea so that when it does come to fruition you're you're you have a kind of a a starting point for yourself of where you're gonna go yeah because when they go okay here we go if you just go go what what where where what are you talking about like right now it helps to just sort of be in tune a little listen listen to your bandmates listen to what's going on yeah, um, yeah. Again, unless you're Neil Pert and you're like, listen, this is how this is going. Right. <laughs> These are the words. So you guys figure something out. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So. Um, and then, you know, uh, uh, speaking of uh, Charlie Watts, I mean, since his passing, I've been on this uh, uh, big Rolling Stones kick and, and just listening to especially their later stuff, which I think is they release some fantastic uh, uh, songs, even in their most recent albums. Yeah. Um, but what I noticed is, is, Charlie Watts's playing is busier than I remember it, but it's it's subtly busy. If that yeah. makes any kind of sense, you know, he'll throw in a little bit, uh, you know, back and forth uh, uh, here and there. But it and it's even under lyrics, but it's still it's not uh, intrusive in a way. Um, and you know, I would say that's the difference between, you know, him and Ringo, I guess, you know, I don't know. How would you, because those are the two, you know, guys that really set the stage. How would you differentiate them? I think Charlie had uh, way more jazz chops. And so I think some of those subtleties that you hear with Charlie are like ghost notes and mm-hmm. some little just embellishments or, or even, I mean, not to say that Ringo wasn't swinging at yeah, all. Yeah, Ring, no. Ringo was swinging. But, I mean, Charlie, you know, Charlie's a swinger. He mm-hmm. just is. And um, so I think maybe some of that stuff. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I both do. I mean, they just, you know, both guys had just, like, you know, could just read and play for the song. Um, mm. And, and real, and again, 
when you make them, I mean, because if it wasn't all, you know, all the puzzle pieces, all the cogs have to come together. I mean, they're, they're just as much a part of making those, those songs iconic as, as the words and melody, yeah. you know? So, I mean, and when you, and, and it's funny, I had you, you really want when you're, when you're crafting a drum part, um, you really, you really want, uh, and I had a great producer, a uh, fella named Ted Hutt, say, you know, you want stuff that, uh, you want stuff that people can play on their, on their steering wheel, on their dashboard, on their laps, you know, you want, and it, and it, and it, like, I mean, the beginning of I Love Rock and Roll. Oh, You know, I mean, like, it, that, that lends to everybody feeling what that feels like because that's not i mean it's don't get me wrong i mean you can't just rush it there's a there's a feel to it but i mean it 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 makes you feel like you know you're part of that thing i mean Mm -hmm. that's that was one of the best things about like about playing along to like the beatles or charlie um phil rudd acdc was amazing because you weren't really copying their thing yeah, but they made you feel like it was close enough to you that you you could enjoy it, and you and you know even as a kid you knew you weren't like maybe you weren't in it, but you were like I am close, yeah, I'm yeah. so close, <laughs> I'm so close. I think maybe if I just and and there's there's the you know there was that point. That's what got me into stuff like that, and didn't get me nothing against rush but that's it and plus in my in my world of where i lived we already had the rush guy there was yeah. like a rush dude who uh-huh. had the thing and could play and you were like okay well he's is, is, is there a bonham guy I'll yeah be the bonham. can i be the bonham guy yeah um but yeah so it, it's one of those things that it just made it feel like it was it, it was you you could grab it you know what i mean yeah yeah bit. no um, i mean uh uh um because to, to bring up the, the friend who introduced us, uh, uh, Troy Laqueta of Tesla, when yeah. when a couple of years ago they came out with an album that was produced by Phil Collin of Def Leppard. Yep. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, Troy talks about, you know, because I asked, well, what, what kind of, uh, he's a guitarist. I'm curious what kind of direction he gave you. And he said, yeah, he came in and he goes, I want, I want people to be able to air drum this record. And he's like, got it oh wow you know well, yeah, yeah and that that speaks exactly to what you're saying kind yeah of that's it i mean it's true you want everybody to be in it you mm-hmm. want people to be so stoked it's it's cool to to want to look out and like and maybe they're not playing what i'm playing but like their hands are moving and you're like yes there you go like right it's, it's cool i mean it 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 brings them more into the show than them just sitting there being like waiting you know, waiting for an iconic fill that, you know, re- even if they did play, they'll never cop, you know, it just, it, I don't know, it just, there's something way cooler about simpler drum parts, you know, and again, not that, Char- I mean, Charlie just, he's just so good, but I think that's, but to, to get back around again to you, I think that's really it. I think it's his jazz chops. I think he, he just had more jazz chops than Ringo did. Yeah. And so, some of the little subtleties on the snare, some of the little ghost notes, some of the some of the swing you hear on Charlie's ride. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just a little bit more pronounced than like uh, than Ringo's would be. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion, I don't know. Right. You, you, you. I'm sure the the message board could light up and it'd be like, no, no, no. no right. Ringo had 
because it always does. It's awesome. I love that. Yeah. One of the one of the best things I did. I went. I was at like a a drummer's thing in Philly once. Okay. And um, and and I had just seen Abe Laboriel Jr. do oh. some stuff. Who's a <laughs> Who's yeah. an amazing drummer. Speaking of and, McCartney, um, he's uh, yeah, been yeah. McCartney's drummer for a long time. For a long time. And so I saw him play a bunch of Beatles stuff. Okay. And, like, there were all these dudes, like, at this, like, drummer's round table thing, whatever. And, and I just was like, and I was like, well, I mean, I, don't you think that, like, Abe kind of, like, does what Ringo does, but just better? And you oh kind of had a you had a collective like, <laughs> and, and they're and I was like I just wanted to see because they you know just and uh but you know I mean it's it's he just it's that it's that you know it's it's even that where you know that Abe Laboriel Jr. is a could play anything but yeah. even in that context you know even Abe Laboriel Jr. would probably tell you nightly i am trying to cop ringo shit so hard yes you know and still right. may or may and some nights you're like you may be like i feel like i got kind of close to i mean i have that because i you know i i some of the drum parts i play are some great drummers and so sometimes i'm like i got it or sometimes i'm like fuck god your pocket is so deeper right. i gotta i gotta dig deeper how do i get deeper yeah i need yeah. bigger boots or you know something so um <laughs> But yeah, just that man. I think I think that I think his jazz chops. Yeah, and it's interesting because you know it does bring out the 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 two extremes of you know you can have uh, uh um you know an insane jazz drummer like a Billy Cobham or someone like that you know where it's just oh my god I can't even believe the stuff that he's pulling off and you know that kind of thing. But yeah. and then to the other side though, it's like. And it's not taking away one from the other, but then to the other side, it's like, you know, I've seen people who have never held a pair of sticks or uh, had any music lessons whatsoever. When they get to that part of Phil Collins in the air tonight, they all air drum that one particular yeah, section, yep. you know, yep. and yep. it's like, wow, if you can grab people like that and it's like, oh, my God, I totally feel this. Then yep. that was the thing as a kid when people found out when you, you know, when they were like, Oh, you play drums. Can yeah. you play in the air tonight? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I, I sort of got like, that was one of the first questions inevitably <laughs> that I would receive all the time. Can you play in the air tonight? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I think yeah. maybe, yeah. I mean, one of the better things, like another great drummer, like Chester Thompson mm -hmm. who played right along with Phil. Co I mean, he doesn't get nearly as much accolades as he should. I mean, like not that Phil Collins isn't great, but I mean, Chester Thompson was amazing. I mean, yeah. I mean, he, Chester Thompson kept Genesis moving, man. I mean, it's just such a great band. So, but yeah, he's another, another amazing drummer. Right. You know, you're, you're following in the footsteps of a giant. And so, oh yeah, you know, it's, so you it, better be pretty good. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> you better be pretty good. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and then, just to back up a little bit so you were talking about you know uh, uh one of the quote great things of the pandemic you know and 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 that was kind of where we got cut off last time was yes. just you know uh the music business and musicians just got the crap kicked out of them by you know the the pandemic because 
you know, when you have a business that's built where you only get paid when you play in front of crowds of people and then make it so you can't play in front of a crowd. But again, you, you know, somehow uh, adapted and, and, you know, pushed through and and you guys released, you know, videos, these, these uh, uh, remote videos and stuff. So, you know, I'm just curious, um, asking you, but trying to take it out to the wider perspective, how have you always been able to not just survive, but thrive in an industry and an environment that's always so unstable? Uh, it's super tough, man. It's, you, you have to just like a lot of PMA, man, a lot of positive mental attitude, hmm. a lot of like, um, I mean, that's probably part of the reason I moved to Florida, um, was just the sun. I mean, I was just outside, minutes before coming in the red room it was it was it's bright and sunny out it's gorgeous i mean i'm gonna take a ride after i i do like long bike rides um Mm -hmm. i was up a little too early uh with my girlfriend she had to go to the to a doctor's appointment so up a little too early 5 30 a.m was a little earlier than i wanted yeah um but um i just that man the sun trying to stay positive uh trying to stay healthy um you know the the stuff you put in your body i mean yeah i drink too much soda um but but i mean for the most part i try to just all of that any any all of it together all it's all a you know combined thing the people you surround yourself with Mm -hmm. um how you treat yourself how you treat others it's be um and just wanting to do this so bad Mm -hmm. that that you just sort of find a way um, and I always have found a way, you, you know, whether, I mean, I was, I was a house painter for the longest time and I've, you know, in different occasions in my life have fallen back on doing high end house painting. Mm-hmm. Um, just be, because I, you know, I'm not one of I, I'm not one of those people who sits around and is like, I'm going to make it. Well, yeah. no, you can't make it on nothing. You, you have to eat mm-hmm. and you need to buy drum heads and sticks and, yeah. all this stuff or whatever it is gas in your car so i always was kind of a little more hungrier and just was like let's 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 make it kind of happen instead of like just seeing like if like somebody's going to do it for me right um, i think you have to you have to be more of a hunter gatherer than hmm. sort of like i'm gonna make it guy um and then also what is making it you know what i mean yeah yeah um the big thing for me, man, I'll give you a good one. If you want to here, I'll, I'll go off on a little mini tangent for you. Yeah. Surviving during the pandemic. It, it's definitely, I'll tell you what, not just the pandemic, but in the business now, because the model has changed where, and I'm not, I, I don't, I definitely don't want to sound like a, a disgruntled old man in the, in the industry, but it, it has changed. And I'm not sure that it's changed completely for the better mm-hmm. uh, you got a lot of bean counters that want to see how many likes do you have what mm-hmm. posts did you have and how many likes what's the what's the highest number of posts that you had when did you post it how many likes did you have? and you're kind of like what no pun intended but i mean i just in my and and those are the people that are getting things now like when i was a kid you didn't get a free pair of sticks or something unless you played in front of a lot of people. Yeah. Now you playing in front of a lot of people, meaning you could just have to go into a room this size 
and this could be your likes. You don't have to go play a show. You've never right. had to get in a van and sleep on the floor of a van in, in you know, central Kansas in the middle of January. Right. You've, like, none of that shit. No, no pun. No, no, sorry. No, sorry, my French. Uh, no. Uh, but pardon my, pardon my friend, but it, it, it's like that. And so there is a whole, and, and, and I'm saying this, I guess, as a, as an addition to that, to, I, I, I'm maybe going to add a question. I wonder how some of my compatriots have, have handled a lot of this as well, because it's an ever shifting environment. And again, you, you, the kids that are running the world are not kids that have been in in vans and and, mm-hmm. and loading in cars and playing out three times a week i mean some of those kids are hustlers man but i mean for the most part they set up fancy lights in a room like this and they and they post videos of you and i had this discussion of songs that they don't quite really know yeah uh, and it's but that has just you know has the pandemic has expounded on that exponentially and now that is almost like, and, and, and rightfully so, because a lot of those people were like, I can't go play a live show anyway. Right. You can't go play a live show, yeah. but I can do this. And like, so I get like, And so kudos to adapting to that. But I, but I think there's, you know, when I come in here, it's kind of like watching videos of somebody like working out. You're yeah. like, I, I, I don't want to see the build up to the game. I just show me the game. Like I don't I don't want to I, I mean I get like but when I come right. in here and and it's funny and and I'll, I I just had to redo like a, an artist endorsement thing. Okay. And and, and so and I and, and I won't name the company, mm-hmm. but they all the things I'm talking about. How many what's your what's your Instagram? How many followers? What's the this? What your Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitter? everything what's what's your all those what how many things do you have and so and in my section in the comments section on the bottom they were like why blank why would you think you know and i was like you know i i was like i i may this may come off as as trite and i might see or maybe i'm just a a disgruntled old drummer Mm. i was like but i was like i i don't post as many i don't when i when i practice when I go, when I think about playing drums, it's for my craft and I'm for the betterment of my craft. And, and I don't have time to set up fancy lights and put on outfits yeah. and play along to it. Like I'm practicing for actual tours, actual recording sessions, dates, things that I'm doing. Like it's not to get a, the number of likes. And right. I said to them, and I said, and if you don't, if, if I don't get re-endorsed, I said, that's fine. I'll still buy your product because it works. Yeah. I was like, regardless of whether you want to endorse me on my likes or not, it's, I, you know, I will just still be a consumer because I, 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 I like the product. I, I, I think heavily, I, I think that much of what you do and, and, and what you've made. Um, but, but that's where we're at, Chris, is you're at, you're in this world of likes and how many and it, and it, you know that's that's why some of these companies are like you know do we take away the like button did did give it or like we're giving the like button was that a better thing was that a bad thing do you give people more control 
And um, it's I don't know. I don't. I don't, I'm still on that fence. Uh, and and I have a couple of like ideas of like what I how I would want to manipulate social media, but it would be like you know, it's silly. I still when I when I think about it, when I come into my room. I just really want to make sure my coffee is filled. I yeah. want to make sure my grinder has enough shit in it. Mm-hmm. And I just want to go to work. I yeah. just, I don't want to be like, cool, is the lighting good? Can you see? Right. Oh, I, I don't give one shit right. my French again. I just want to make sure that when Joan turns around and goes, okay, like that I know, A, I want to know what the meter is and how I'm counting it off. I mm-hmm. want to be secure in the feel of when i on that fourth hit what i'm going into yeah you know again i don't have time for all the other bs and but that's kind of where we're at sadly enough and the pandemic to keep in with your question i think that's it 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 helped me and Mm -hmm. i probably should have maybe embraced that more but i but i embraced more of the wow i can i can play i i never have to leave my house they're actually telling me, don't leave your house. Yeah. And so it was like, you know, it was a way to fully immerse myself into this thing as a 53-year-old man that I've loved, you know, and that I've been probably doing for 48 years, 49 years. So I, I love it. Uh, and it's done a lot of good stuff. I, I think some might, you know, maybe right. a little bit made it bad. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... uh I know that exists out there. I'm always amazed at the ignorance of people like that, that just don't get how it works in the sense of so much, so many of those numbers, um, number one are completely fake uh, by people that just buy followers. And I I can, I can send you a a couple of articles, you know, like the New York times proved all this, and went into these follower factories, they call them, you know, and, and my Oh favorite... no, I keep getting stuff all the time. Do you want to improve your follower count by 10,000? You can, and you can buy 10,000, 20,000 followers. Like yeah. And, you know, my, my favorite was the, uh, there was one supermodel who had a million followers on Twitter and they proved that uh, 900,000 of them were fake accounts, you know? Um, and so I'm amazed at, well, to, to be harsh, the stupidity of some of these people that actually, yeah. base their financial business decisions on those numbers that are faked by everyone. Um, and, you know, and then two, I mean, I, I know it. Uh, um, there's the comparison thing that goes on and I've had clients that go, you know, how come, how come this person has so many likes and, and attention? And I'm like, well, uh, she's a very pretty woman who's wearing very little clothing uh and she can't play well but that's not why people are watching the video um and you know and then it but it once you get out of covid though it doesn't translate to reality that there are bands out there with a million followers who you know you know i have a band that i work with uh who has like 70 but they can fill a 500 seat venue you know, whereas there are bands with a million followers that can't fill a mid-sized sedan, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. There's something, there's something to be said about traveling long distances in a, in a, in a horrible vehicle that you're not sure is going to make it or not 
you might break down, you might not have anything to eat, just to play to the other bands plus a couple of their friends mm-hmm. and then get in the get in the same shitty vehicle and do <laughs> it all over again 30 some more times. Mm-hmm. And like there's just there's you know that you there's I mean when you know to be a doctor you you have to go you, there's so to be a lawyer there's what I used to call it is merit mm. and like and I and and there's we don't base things some stuff is based on merit like I, like I play baseball I play baseball every Sunday I play for the Boca Mets okay am I am I good no not at all <laughs> I am I am okay and I have a great time going there. And if I get a hit, I get a hit. If I get hit by a pitch, I'm like, thank you very much. That's a free base for me. Um, and it's just fun. Can mm-hmm. I, and I love it. And I, and I work at it. Can I go try out for like even the Brooklyn Cyclones, which is like a double A of the, no, no, <laughs> fuck no. And I don't have that. Like, I, I don't have that illusion or, or disillusion in my head that I can. Yeah. But a lot of people, there is you, they, they, I mean, again, there's, there's no merit. There is no, like, I've done X amount of things to get to here. Right. It's not that it's like, I know how to edit good videos. Yeah. And you're just like, wow. Okay. Right. Right. (laughs) My parents brought me two GoPros. So I have two different angles. And and you're just like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, holy. (laughs) And then, yeah, I mean, again, I, that's, the bean counters are all about it. And it's funny because I have friends in companies that talk about that and are like, I'm really sorry. The bean counters want this. Mm-hmm. And like they, so there's no bone, there's no bones about it in the industry. Like the mm-hmm. higher ups are just looking at those counts and a lot of people know it's not right. Um, but I mean, you know, you, you do, you, you do what you got to do. You keep moving along. Um, and again, mm-hmm. I, again, I don't, I don't really want to play. That's not why I started playing drums yeah. to, to get free stuff. I, I, and again, as I, I love coming in here every day. I love just trying to find stuff. It's funny that you, you're talking about a stones thing because I've been like, just kind of going on this like more Charlie kick lately. Mm-hmm. And so just coming in here to just, just to just cop his, sh- and just that, like, I don't have to film it though. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't want to film it. Like I, I just, <laughs> I'm trying to actually learn something. It's like, it's like studying for the bar exam. Like, right. do you film yourself and you have, <laughs> and do you have like perfect hair and lipstick and you're right. like, and you look at the camera and you purse your lips. No, you're studying the fucking <laughs> bar exam. Like there's, it's hard work. There's not, there's nothing fun about it. Yeah. And hopefully you pass and then you can be like, but well, you know what I mean? But there's all that work that, that, stuff that's you know merit is based on that i think we've kind of lost a little of you know what i mean there's just a lot of and the internet has made it that you could you could be anything you want and and famous at it yeah not not maybe rightfully so but i mean i mean look at some of the biggest i mean look at like just even say kim kardashian Mm. say she just got to wear a very we're talking about iconic things she just got to wear the Marilyn Monroe dress. Yes. Now, how does a woman whose career was based upon a sex tape that her yeah. mother released, how is that? 
and, and but again, those are the icons that we are that uh, and women, yeah. girls are looking up to. And you're like, and, and again, and then she, you know, had the famous thing about the women not working. I don't think anybody wants to work. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, right. But and it's almost like doubling down on like, I don't do anything. And I'm fucking. <laughs> and you're just like, but again, you're ba- not that she probably doesn't work at whatever she does to build her brand. Yeah. But I mean, like, it, it's, you know, right. you did you weren't this thing. And then you were like, wow, I wow, you were so amazing at blank. Yes. That like, you know, you became, you know, it was all based on something entirely different. Right. Paris Hilton, same kind of shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And where you're just like, uh, are these the, like, do, aren't these the iconoclasts that we're trying to smash? Isn't that, sma- aren't, right. isn't that the smashing of those? Like, like there's real icons that, that some of these girls and having, you know, a, a daughter that you want them to look up to and you want them to idolize it. And yeah. there's certain people that you don't. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, right. there's that, man. I, that, I, but that whole merit thing, I just, there's just so many meritless musicians. Yes. I think. And again, if you're doing it because you just love it, you go into your basement, your bedroom, your attic, wherever you go, I mean, and just do it because you love it, then awesome. Mm-hmm. But I think that ideology gets lost on a certain amount of kids today. And it's sad. Yeah. It's just sad. Yeah. All right. Well, I think actually the, the we got four minutes left on the timer before Jesus it again. Us again. Okay. Well, you know what, my friend? I thank you. Thank you for having me. I love bands to fans um, and I, what you do. I love all your stuff. I love listening to this, all your interviews. And oh, just, thanks, man. It's cool, man. It's just you're you're very personable and you you make people want to want to spill their guts so yeah well yeah and again i i have no brand i have no talent <laughs> in this area i i just like doing it i don't know how to be famous but so. you have a weapons of mass percussion shirt on yes so. i do <laughs> so, so how can that be wrong yeah again though seriously all the love to you and your family oh well, thank um, you hope all is well let's stay in touch and i yeah uh, yeah, hopefully I'll get to see you one of these days. Yeah, in person, one of these yes, times. Yes, yes, so. in person would be good. So. Right. All right, brother, you be good.